Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So we're the show of honesty, right? Yeah. All right, time for honesty. Uh, Don't need you, don't want you. It's over. Can I also tell you, uh, Derek, you're out too. Actually, is out, so I guess you do have some power around here, Domino. It's Domino and Cellini here on a Tuesday morning into the afternoon. As always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen. I think it's going to be everybody on a day to day basis. Some days you're here, some days you're not. I'll declare at some point whether you're in or not. At the end of the show, right? Yeah. Or maybe even later than that. Yeah, maybe. It might be a, it might be a nighttime text. Like 9.30 at I've night. Been thinking By the about way, it. you're out tomorrow. I've been thinking about it. You stay home. Yeah. I always knew behind the scenes who was in charge, and now Chris Domino's proving it. Great um, and powerful odds. Yeah, that's why you've been you doing really this good today, Chris. Longer than just about anybody. 60 years combined when you talk about this program. Chuck and Chernoff, 50-plus years after us, and I heard their question of the day was who has a punchable face and somebody said you have a punchable face oh. and somebody said i have a punchable face yeah, let me punch him in his face let me just warn you i punch back yeah i'll just put that out there what you think that's the first time either one of us have heard that what was that some sort of whoa what just happened there it's been said i would like to know why though i'm, I'm just gonna get this out of the way because this has been a big thing for you for the last like week and a half 60 years of experience yeah i, I just want to why don't i get life thrown in like i've i've had even more life experience well you've always said you want to teach the class of life at a university right i started not like life university no not, no you're not no. teaching chiropractic no i've been out of practice i'm not the one to do that oh god but you're teaching life in general here's the thing though there are some universities that i think give you credit for your life what have you done if you've been a business leader you get business credits you've been an accountant but you necessarily haven't been agreed they'll give you credits I just feel like while well, I've been doing this here in town for, for 30 years, mm-hmm. I mean, why doesn't study hall in high school count? Why doesn't bar time at 19 count? I've I got to be honest. I, I really feel like that experience should be added on as well. Now, these are all good questions, Chris. I would, if I were you, teach the class and just open up my phone and say, look at this list of names. <laughs> look at what I have. You want to talk about experience? Like, one of the things you could teach, and you've never told me the secret, and you probably never will. Go ahead. How do you get someone's number like that? Like, someone famous, how do you go about when you first meet them getting their number? I don't know how you do it, but you do it every time. I was the first guy to say, hey, man, your digits? I was the first guy to do that. I did that 30 years ago. You hypnotize people. They don't even realize they're giving you their number. Do you know what somebody could say, though, if I open up with that? Ladies and gentlemen, let me just show you my phone number. Look who's in here. What am I doing? You're raising your hand like you're asking a question. I'm a student. You know, yes. my question would be, let's play theater. This will Chris Domino Life Class Theater. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Domino. Why are you still on AM radio this many years later? Fair question, And, son. and it, is, it is a fair, fair question. question, and I would answer with there's also FM 93.7, and there's also the fan app where you can listen and watch for free, courtesy of Beaver Toyota of Cumming. Beaver uh, Direct, the quickest Mr. and easiest way to shop for a car online, so get a car deal, too. Yeah. Mr. Domino is raised again. What do you want now, kid? Mr. Domino, Mr. Domino, how come I see people like James Palmer on networks, like on my TV? Well, this is... All fair questions. Yeah, this is the class of life. Do as I say, sometimes not as I do. I even saw Nick on TV bowling with Bill Belichick. Sometimes you're happy being where you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm very happy. Uh, oh, no, I'm happy. 
At times, I'm very happy. I'm I'm pretty happy right now. What's today, Tuesday? Yeah, today is Tuesday, January the 30th. Pretty happy today. Okay. That's all that really matters. Yeah. You could follow Chris on Twitter as well, or the X platform. It's all brought to you by Harris Cherokee Casino. At Chris Domino, at Matt Lear on the other side of the glass, at Road Dog 680, also at Shalini Nick and at 680 The Fan. New contest. What if once a week I just put somebody famous's phone number on my social media account? I don't tell you it's coming. I don't make a big deal of it. 404. Yeah. 231. I'm not giving my number. Right? 1680 the number. I did that once. What if randomly, once a month, I just put somebody pretty famous' phone number out there? And, and I, then, and then I, I do a tweet above it. I do a tweet below it. Sure. I don't, you know, I don't, you don't even, even acknowledge of, it. Right, I don't acknowledge it. Well, their phone's going to blow up, and then they're going to figure out you posted it, and you're probably going to, I'm not going to say you're going to get in trouble, but you're going to have some explaining to do to that person. Mm-hmm. Like if you put Chipper's number out for everybody to call, he's not going to be happy with you, you I wouldn't think. You think I won't do it? I'll do it right now. Go ahead. What do you want from me? (laughs) The X-Platform question of the day is, who in sports will you never, ever forgive? Because as we said yesterday, there's a lot of, I would believe, Kansas City Chiefs fans here in the city of Atlanta because a lot of people don't want to see Kyle Shanahan capture that Super Bowl. Yeah, but then they they throw back with, but I can't take that Taylor Swift thing anymore. Why is this bothering me? That I can't figure out. So what? What's it bothering people? I think it bothered her a little bit. She told the camera to go away at one point. Yeah. Uh, don't sit in the suite, man. No, don't go to the games because the camera's going to find you. I, I think at a certain point, though, she realized there must have been like a red light right in the corner of her eye. A little bit too much for even her. Well, you could see yourself on the monitor there. So she's oh, trying so to mind her makes, own business. That makes it inside the suite. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. She saw herself on TV and she was like, all right, go away already, will you? Watch the game. Because there were, they were, there's a game going on well, here. Well, it was on CBS, and they were promoting the Grammys, which are also on CBS. Mm-hmm. And of course, Taylor Swift, they would believe, would be at the Grammys, and so there she was. And it, you know, gave him a chance to kind of kill three birds with one stone. Is she going to keep the separation of church and state, or will there be an acknowledgement that Travis Kelsey's her boyfriend? Will she wear a for her performance a uh, a Chiefs jersey? Will there be something subtler? Than that when pass. she performs in Tokyo? No, no, no. The isn't night before doing, the Super Bowl? Isn't she doing the Grammys or no? Well, I don't know if she's doing the Grammys no, no or not, but I do know this. Um, a lot of people are trying to figure out whether or not the L word was exchanged on the field between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift after that AFC championship game. Again, who cares? Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. They are in line. For the positive and for the negative, apparently. They are in line to do the biggest number ever for a Super Bowl. I don't know who's got boxes. I don't know how many Taylor Swift fans have Nielsen boxes or whatever the hell they do it with these days. Mysticism. I have no idea how they get these numbers. I saw the NFC number. That hit 58 million. Highest rated NFC championship game since 2012. And they said it was going to be both of these games were going to be over 50 million and the Super Bowl was going to be over 100 million. That's just how the NFL operates, folks. No, no doubt it is lining up to be more than $100 million with her in it. Do you think anybody, what does she endorse? Is there a, ch- oh, she's got Capital One. Is there going to be a Super Bowl, specially made Super Bowl commercial? I like that Capital One commercial when there's a bunch of her in the elevator. Yeah. I, it's like that Atlantis Morissette video when there's like four of her in the car. I, they Something find, about that I like. How did they find so many people who look just like her? That's sort of crazy. I don't even know how they found that many people who look like her. So we'll see. Uh, look. I don't care who said I love you, who didn't. Uh, some people are now telling me this is still a hoax. I, I Okay. Uh, people are angry that she was shown less than 
0.1% of the time of that game. They showed TV. crab cakes, I guess, more than they showed That's Taylor true. Swift. That's true. Because it was Baltimore. You talk about seconds yeah. on the screen. Is that the harbor? Get back to Taylor. Why are you showing me the harbor? <laughs> I, I don't know why people are complaining. But I am with you. It doesn't phase me in any way, shape, <laughs> or form. I, I really don't care. Not at all. I'm not going to, my money is not going to be in a different place because she's, oh, what about prop bets? Mm-hmm. And there's okay. a lot of prop bets out there. Now, speaking of money, the Super Bowl betting line just keeps moving all over the place. It started at two and a half. The Niners were two and a half favorite, point favorites. Then it went all the way down to one. Right. Now it's back up to two. This oh, thing's man. fluctuating left and right. When's the Swifty money going to come in? Well, the Swifty money came in early, apparently. Then it went all the way down, and now it's going all the way back up. And uh, you talk about the two quarterbacks and money. I'm sure you saw this number. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. over the course of his 10-year deal, uh-huh. is slated to make $450 million. Correct. And then you've got Brock Purdy still on his rookie deal. His salary is $3.7 million. The life of his contract, $3.7 million dollars if he plays it all out this has got to be the biggest disparity ever between two quarterbacks i i when do you know, talk about a super bowl i matchup. do know this before we got to this point it was do you see that guy in college he's making more than brock purdy so that's still the case because brock purdy didn't get a raise yet i don't know if they want to do it i don't know if they're going to rip anything up i have no idea what's going to happen but if you thought a few months ago guys in college and they were were making more money than brock purdy they still are because just because Brock Purdy's there, it doesn't mean the 49ers can come and hand him an envelope with, you know, $5 million check and say, you did good, kid. And that's the beauty of college football. They can. So we know Raheem Morris will be introduced to the Atlanta media a week from yesterday. Next Monday, the time, I think, is still to be announced. To be determined down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Remember, there's a uh, there's this thing going on in Mobile, Alabama. Senior Bowl, so that's why everybody, you said it. Yeah. Whoever was going to be at the press conference, if they were to do it this week, they would have to go right back to Mobile afterwards. Right. And, you know, you're, you're kind of tied up over the next few days in Mobile if you're a member of any NFL organization, let alone a new head coach. Yeah, I don't putting need, together a new staff. I don't need Raheem Morris here on a Wednesday to satisfy me. What are they waiting for? I, I'm assuming he's got work to do. He's going to bring a staff down there. He's going to explain what it is we're looking for. He'll have, I don't even know, who the Falcons' main college guy was. This side of Terry Fontenot, who you say is a general manager, they've got college scouts. He's got to meet with college scouts. What are we looking at? Who am I eliminating? Why does he look good? What do we see on tape of him? That's all happening this week. And Terry Fontenot, I would think, is going to talk to the media. Terry actually is here. Well, he wasn't there, but he will be in Mobile. Sure. And I'm assuming he will be at that press conference on Monday. Oh, yeah, and he might speak sooner. Yeah, I think he's Raheem because, Morris might actually speak. You know, somebody might get him on the sideline. Yeah, hey, Coach, saying. how you doing? Hey, that, that congratulations. Was, that was always the plan for him to talk to the media. Are you going to walk in separately from Chris so you don't associate with him? No, I. you know, I'll, I'll stay by his side. You know what it is? We're a ride-or-die show. That's right. Some some shows go on show trips. We are a ride-or-die. It's the way it works around show these trip. parts. Matter of fact, I may. If I may speak for Chris, Mr. Blank, I'll be his attorney. <laughs> It's not a crapshoot. Um, what Chris meant by that, Mr. Blank, was everything's a crapshoot. No matter how much studying you do, no matter what you think you know, you don't know it. I think even you would be amenable to that. This Your honor, the defense rests. This show's a crapshoot. That's a good point. I got some things I think might make sense. I got a couple of things I want to, as the kids say, get off. I don't know if it's going to be worth it or not. We'll see. We're going to find out. Jimmy Lake, I guess, is going to be the new defensive coordinator. Jimmy Boy. So he worked with Raheem Morris with the Rams back in Tampa, was a head coach 
for a couple of years at Washington, had that altercation on the sidelines with one of his own players during a little bit of a dust-up when Washington was taken on Oregon, lost his job, didn't coach at all in 2022, but is back now as the Falcons' defensive coordinator. Is he still going by Jimmy Boy? Um, I don't know if that? he was ever Jimmy Boy, but I know his name is Jimmy Lake. I'm going to call him Coach when and if I speak Coach Lake? Yes, Coach Lake seems to be the uh, the safe route to take, if you will. I, I do have. Uh, maybe, what are we doing an NFL-ish type thing? Uh, we'll uh, we'll touch on the NFL a little bit when we come back. There's oh, okay. a couple of things I want to finish up on. Good, good. And then we'll get into college. So if okay. you want to be a part of uh, the NFL uh, pre-on-campus yeah. segment and add your information, we can do that in a few minutes. It's sort of like the Bill Belichick thing. He can't coach Kansas City. I've got another thought. It has something to do with what, what we don't have around here. Why we don't feel as good about as our we don't feel as good about ourselves as we should or would like to, and I'm going to explain in large part why that's happening. All right, Demina, we'll finish that thought when we come back. In the meantime, hit the bongos. The bongos mean headlines around these parts, and the headlines are brought to you by Daco Systems Heating and Air for your HVAC repair. Contact locally owned Daco Systems at daycosystems.com. Keeping Atlanta comfortable. One home at a time. The King is in town tonight, beginning a tremendous challenge for the Hawks that goes well beyond a Tuesday. We'll run that gauntlet for you at 11.50. Oh, God, I hope he's okay, though. Max I don't Reed. know if you saw what happened. Yeah, there was an altercation. I hope he's okay. A dust-up last night involving LeBron James. Max Freed spoke with Chris Domino at Braves Fest this weekend. That conversation yeah. comes your way at noon. You hear how hangry he is at this organization. Is he hangry or is he angry? He was hungry that that day because it was 350 and he was angry he was hangry at you'll hear it all just after 12 o'clock and a major injury for the defending world champs we'll talk more nfl and go back to super bowl 58 at 12 20 when we come back a new slogan is born for seven georgia players we go on campus next after finishing that nfl thought from chris domino good better best never let it rest it, it is domino and Cellini. it'll be a little bit more complex than that or will it? It's the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Domino, Shalini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Appreciate you taking the time to listen here on a now uh, Tuesday morning, but soon to be Tuesday afternoon. Remember, you can listen all the time. You got options. Don't ever let anybody tell you you don't have options. You got options. You've got 680thefan.com, and you've also got the fan app and you can watch us via the fan app as well i don't know how many people know that no you know what you also tell them mickey loves you get up you son of a bitch and turn us on because mickey loves you 
be it Mickey or anybody else, if they join us on the phone, they join us on the Hobson. That would be, that and would Hobson, be some trick. That would be. Burgess Meredith is no longer with us, uh, thereby Mickey is no longer with us. The uh, Hobson and Hobson newsmaker, Ron, are you brave enough to take that first step? If you are, consult the fine divorce attorneys at Hobson and Hobson. Yeah, I want out of this marriage. You yeah. ignore his time as the penguin. Is that just not something you like to acknowledge? Yeah, it's just, it's something that, uh, it's like there's certain periods in my life that I don't remember, uh-huh. and I've blocked that out as well. Him walking around with a, uh, a cigarette holder going, wah, 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 wah. I'd, I'd like to forget Burgess Meredith doing that. I do. I prefer think... to remember him as Mickey. I said that before you, dumb dago. That's the guy I prefer to remember. Well, that was the Penguin. I don't know if you. <laughs> no, yeah, that was a Batman episode. He's, he's very mad at the Italian. Yeah. The Italian hero, Batmano. I think was his name. Batmano. Um, no, here's the thing his about his name was Batmiano. So there's uh, there's a bunch of those people that if they were still alive, they'd make money. Cesar Romero would make money. Going to be, you know, the 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 Joker. But they were they were you know actors, actors. list actors, but actors that you recognized, and they were collecting an easy check. I mean, they didn't have to do anything but ham it up on that show, it's the like, old Batman series. It's like three different Catwomen. I mean, if you, if you had Comic Cons or whatever it was back then, somebody would have said, "How much? Yeah, I'll do it." There's good money in that. You now. think Julie Newmar brought that outfit home from time to time? Eartha Kitt you know, brought Gorshin. it home. Of course she did. I mean, Frank Gorshin was the Riddler. Riddler. Yeah. Now, who was the uh, Mr. Freeze? That was uh, Arnold Vincent, Schwarzenegger. Vincent Price. <laughs> no, Vincent Price. Vincent Price was Egghead. Egghead, whatever the hell he was. I don't know. A lot of egg puns. This is going to be very egg-citing. Say things like that. I am extra happy to <laughs> yeah, see you today. There you go. Yeah. So and I, you're a sly one there, yeah, my man. Thank you, Billy. Thank you. Who wouldn't make that money? Do you know there's one coming to Atlanta? And they sent, I don't know why I'm on some list. I'm on a list of all these people that are going to be there. I don't know any of these people. Like, we would say, oh, she was in the movie. Well, maybe she was for like two minutes, but we're kind of up on pop culture. Think about if Batman Camp, how much money you could have made if there was a Comic Con thing. I told you, Adam West, there was a line to see him at the Cleveland Autorama at the old public hall. So, you know, obviously, well before the days of Comic Con, you know, Burt Ward, all those guys could have made a lot of money. You know who Fess Parker is? Uh, he was on Gunsmoke? But Davy Crockett. He was yeah. like Davy Crockett. People were lined up like he was a member of the Beatles to see that guy in the 50s and early 60s. Now look, you got the, I don't know if this is the one you're talking about, the Atlanta Comic Convention is coming February 9th. Probably. And Alec Baldwin is doing yeah, it. I don't there. care about I, him. Is he doing c- comic conventions? He's, he's, got, he's got lawyers to pay for, I guess. I don't even know if he's still up on charges. Yeah, he probably is. I don't know what he's doing. But there were other people there that... You know, she was in an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What are you doing? How much money is somebody paying you to show up to Atlanta? A lot of money being paid to a lot of players around the NFL, including Arthur Blank. He has to pay a bunch of coaches that are no longer here as well. And we know what's going on with him. Do you think that when he first purchased the Falcons, he thought, man, seven winning seasons out of the first 11 years, I am the guy that has finally turned things around in the city of Atlanta when it comes to this Falcons organization. I'm now... I'm the guy everybody's going to pat on the back. Well, it's changed over the last 11 seasons. They were very quick when it was back-to-back winning seasons because I know nationally when people heard that, they were like, well, that's not possible. How long have they been playing football in Atlanta? And then they were like, oh, my God, when it was true. then I, I think it was five winning seasons in a row. So, yeah, I do think at that point you're sort of the cat's pajamas. You're, you're envisioning not only the day that they hail you the thank God for you, but – 
Certainly the Super Bowl is going to be coming soon. Well, the last 11 seasons, above 500 only twice, and they haven't won the NFC South since that Super Bowl season Damn. in 2016. And might I add one more thing? Because there's a lot of people now, some that work for the station, saying that Dan Campbell, his aggressiveness is what got them there. So they can't necessarily blame Dan Campbell for passing on the field goal that would have made it a three-score lead. Well, then by that rationale, you should have had no problem with what Kyle Shanahan did toward the end of that Super Bowl, right? It's the same thing. He was aggressive all season long. It was that aggression that got us here, so he did the right thing. No, he didn't because the circumstances dictated he should do otherwise. Same deal with Dan Campbell. I would make that argument. Well, the other part is who is the opponent and how dangerous are they if you don't get this right? I know what Tom Brady could be. Give him the football back and let's find out. I had people telling me when the Falcons were still up seven points. It went from congratulations, you're going to have a parade. The Falcons were still winning, and people were coming up to me going, oh, man, I'm sorry, because everybody knew how it was going to end. With Dan Campbell, you got to worry about your opponent. you got to worry about a team that absolutely got fired up and was playing better football, and you didn't do anything to stop them, to change the way that maybe they would have had it. And I I don't want to sound like the guy that is Sports Talk 101, Mm -hmm is an old guy that yells at clouds. But if you believe there's no such thing as momentum, then you're one of those guys that never played anything. That's all I can tell you. You've never played a sport. So I think because people think it's this thing that just floats in the air, there's a reality to momentum. It's the I go up three scores. You have to change things that you want to do because you can tell me, no, we're going to be as composed as ever. No, you might get to the line faster. You might actually, whatever it might be, you've changed everything at that point. The momentum thing, again, I believe there's clutch. So you know what I believe. I believe that some guys are just better at moments than others. You can't quantify it, but it's like indecency. You know it when you see it. And what if I make you change up what you're comfortable doing? That's really what, if you want a tangible, I put you in a position to not be comfortable with what's happening now. You might screw up. A guy thinks he's got to push it downfield a little bit more. We ain't got a lot of time. We're, we're, we're down two scores. Maybe they make a mistake because you force them to play out of a comfort zone. Here's my NFL thing today. And this is, again, like my Bill Belichick yesterday. He can't take the Chiefs job. It's the one job he can't take because there's a no-win situation. You're beating up an old man at that point. Nobody's going to give you credit if you win a Super Bowl. And if you don't, people are going to absolutely know that you lost your fastball. How did you screw the Chiefs up? If Andy Reid retires with a Super Bowl, how did you screw them up? Here's my new one. So you know that I like Saturdays better than Sundays. Yes, okay. you've been converted. No doubt about it. Better storylines and everything else. Since there were eight teams left in this NFL postseason, though, I've really enjoyed this postseason. I think the coaching carousel, I think all of it included. Venues, they're going to play up in Detroit. Baltimore's going to get a home game. Can the teams that look like the best be the best team? See Baltimore. Oh, remember Kansas City was struggling. Well, so much so they're in another Super Bowl. Here's what I believe. We don't have something that we want. And I honestly believe for as good as the Braves are gone, for as good as the University of Georgia is gone, when you live in a city, not an outskirt, I'm not in South Dakota, I'll say it, I'm not even in South Carolina. I'm in a city where there's an NFL team. There's nothing that makes you feel better about yourself as a sports fan than the NFL team. I don't know if it's because the machismo of it. I don't know if it's the contact of it. I don't know if it's there's only 17 of them. One of the reasons I like college better than the NFL is you can lose eight games and still go to the postseason. That seems ridiculous to me. NFL takes, that's, that's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. You can lose eight games. 
Lose eight games in a college football season, find out how quickly your ass is fired, you and everybody else. Lose four in some cities, you're gone. But when you are in an NFL city, I don't think anything feels better than your NFL team being good, if not great. Do you agree that it sort of feels like the vibe of the city? You can be happy about the Braves. Fantastic. University of Georgia. Fantastic. But there's something about only 17 games and living in proximity to where the building is. This stinks when you don't have it. Yeah, I mean, especially in the postseason. I feel like we're a loser city, and we're not. But I feel... I feel like it's it's harder to go, look what we're all about. More so than the Hawks. Braves have been great, better than great. It's been incredibly great. This doesn't feel good. No, it's – I'm trying to describe what it feels like having been a part of two Super Bowl runs covering them in the city of Atlanta, especially in the postseason because everything gets forgotten about real quick. If you get hot in the postseason, everybody forgets what you did in the regular season. Doesn't vice football, versa as well. Doesn't football seem to be the bow out your chest a little bit, walk a little taller when your city has got that going on? And again, baseball, because it's so many games, you'll lose 60 games, 60 losses. And that sort of feels like, oh, it's so night tonight. I just remember in 2016, you walking around telling everybody to rise up. I'll never forget that. And I know you're dead set against it now. But you would walk through the battery. Rise up. He's kidding. Rise up. Rise up. He's he's kidding about that. Folks. No, I remember that, too. Actually, I don't even think we were in the battery when the Falcons no. were in the Super Bowl. No, but I just came up here. It was just a piece of land that someday was going to become the battery. Right. I don't even think it was safe to walk around here back then because I think this was sort of like all rocks. Uh, pretty much. Some trees randomly. Pretty much. I wasn't walking around 2016 saying that to anybody. But not even in my own house. A lot of people were, is my point. Right. Doesn't it feel like your your city's dig me kind of rises and falls with the NFL team more than any other team? Because especially in the South with college football, you've got a segment of Auburn fans, a segment of Alabama fans. You know what I mean? Georgia fans. Sure. Georgia Tech fans, Clemson fans. Everybody is united in the South, this area, when it comes to your NFL team. Feels and like the Braves. It. Now, look, this is a transplant city. I don't have to tell you any of that. But even the transplants that I've known, there is something prideful when your NFL team is going well. And that's sort of, I realized that this past weekend, what's missing is the we can't walk around kind of bowed up a little bit because it's not year round. We lose the late fall into the winter and then we got to wait for baseball to start again. Thank God we're good at that. Thank God the University of Georgia has been good. But I, I just think there's a deflating, this whole aspect of being deflated as a sports fan when your NFL team isn't relevant. Yeah, there's some jealousy there. T.J. Yates is trying to turn that around now as the quarterback's coach, going to replace a Dave Ragone, who's looking for a job. And when you look at the quarterback position right now, um, he's going to be working with a completely new group, I, I would assume. Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke, and Logan Woodside are currently the quarterbacks on the roster. Maybe Logan Woodside you know, sticks around. You need an arm for camp. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be disparaging, but uh, you got to call it like you see it. I am the umpire of Sports Talk Radio. Yeah, you, just, you, you need some extra arms that's in camp, fine. so Logan, just, Logan can come in for a cup of coffee. Right, you just called him a camp on. Well, I mean... what What is he... Is he supposed to go home and tell his parents or his, his wife, hey, man... No, I got a job. It's all going good. I'm a camp on. He'll, he'll be on the practice squad like he was. He'll be the emergency quarterback why like he was. He, why can't he be Brock Purdy? Why can't he all of a sudden become our guy? 
Well, after watching him play oh. in the finale, yeah. I, I can tell you why. <laughs> but Kirk Cousins, we talked about it late in the show yesterday. Somehow the story got out. To remain in Minnesota, he's looking for a two-year deal, $90 million guaranteed. Is that something the Falcons would be willing to do in that neighborhood should he want to leave Minnesota? And should the Falcons want a veteran quarterback? Is he that easy solution? Because the name keeps coming up and coming up and coming up. Well, because it's the only name. You know, it's Justin Fields. Got to trade for him. Got to move up in the draft. Or Kirk Cousins. Now, Baker Mayfield is starting to get tossed around because there's talk of what are they going to want to do in Tampa? I can't break the bank for Baker Mayfield. I just, I can't do it. You know, he's going to want a four or five year deal. I'm not doing that. I'm just telling you. Why would he not? He's going to ride the hot hand. I just wanted to... I just want a division. Yeah, so I want a four or five year deal with that kind of money involved too. I'm not getting it either. So a lot of people want a lot of things. It's a I new would tell him. baker in town, and it's me. Yeah, and and it's not here. It'll be in a town, not this town. You, let me go back to one other thing. The other part when your NFL team is not going well for for more than five years, let's call it more than five years. Do you know, what, like, if your relevancy is built upon, am I going to be back at another one of these press conferences in three years? Because you don't know. You sort of been. You've been hit with a newspaper. Not you, tunk, right in the nose. Not you, tunk. You'll just wait for another coach to be fired. That stinks when you live in an NFL city. Especially if you're Arthur Blank and you have to do it all over again because hashtag crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. A a possible timeline for Alabama fans. We'll get to that in about five minutes. The college football voice of the South is going on campus. Presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com. So we talked about seven dogs in Mobile for Senior Bowl week and they and everybody else down there are a part of a new slogan. The draft starts here. One more time. Give this to me again. The new motto at the Senior Bowl Uh takes effect this week in Mobile. Seven dogs among others. All a part of it. The draft starts here. Wow, are they selling merchandise? Can I get a t-shirt or a koozie that says that? They must give these guys something for being there, right? Some dry fits. Oh, yeah. You must get a goodie bag of some yeah. sort. Okay. All right. I, that's nice. I, I guess that's a real thing. Everything needs a slogan. I keep telling you. Everything needs I mean, a slogan. I got stuff at Mount Union. I would imagine they get things. Does it say the draft starts here? It might. 2024? It might. We had those uh, cotton half shirts that yeah. would shrink and then oh, the, yeah. cotton, uh, the cotton tighter shorts that, you know, you could see everything. Mm-hmm. You have to wear your jock strap under them. Yeah. How about those, the, uh, those were the things we would work out in before we put pads on. How about the leathering and, uh, I mean, the uh, lettering and coloring? Didn't they seem to fade a little bit more? Oh, quickly? yeah, they faded a lot. They weren't spending a lot of money on those. No. A little bit different nowadays with the dry fit. Fits you much, much better. 2.30 kickoff on Saturday. Then you got practices and interviews prior to that. And you got the national team against uh, the American team. This is so... Listen, I'm not laughing because I really hope that somebody gets an opportunity to be seen. Their stock value goes up. Uh, You have a great couple of interviews. They look at you and they say, wow, that guy doesn't loaf at all. I'm going to take him in the third round. Well, Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix are on the national team. Sam Hartman, the Notre Dame quarterback, is on that team as well. So they're going to practice 10.30 to 12.30 today, Wednesday, and Thursday. And I guess you could watch it live, the practices on the NFL Network. And then later on in the afternoon, today through Thursday from 1 to 3, the American team. That's the team, the seven dogs. All right, along with Spencer Rattler, Joe Milton. There are some interesting quarterback names. No doubt. Trying to prove their worth. 
Oh, stand next to the guy with the with the little arm if you can. Make your arm look a little bit bigger. There's definitely going to be some jockeying. Who jumps into drills as a defensive lineman? Who wants to mix it up as an offense? I'll say this. It's the one place that you can't do that at the combine. There's going to be moments when offensive linemen and defensive linemen mix it up. They're going to throw you in the middle of something. They're well, going to say, okay, is, here you go. You know, Chris, this is where, as we all know, unfortunately, the name Rashid Hageman. Right. This is where he made his bones. At the Senior Bowl, the Mike Smith and that staff fell in love with him. And Look they drafted at the size him. of him. Look at that ability. What an athlete. Why is nobody paying attention to him? Well, we found out as they took him in the second round. Some guys, when they um, are fighting for money and then they get paid, they don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Then you got guys like Grady Jarrett who got paid and work even harder because they want to prove their worth. I think we all know which one Rasheed Hageman was. I don't know if you know this. Grady Jarrett loves football so much he's actually playing in this game on Saturday. Seriously. He said, I'll show you. He just wants to play with the kids again. You were getting your back surgery last week. Yeah. Last Tuesday, in fact, we were down at the Gypsy Kitchen for the lunch yeah. for the Legend Series, and uh, Grady Jarrett obviously was the subject of it. He sat down with us. Let's just say I think he's recovered pretty well from that knee surgery. How's he look? Um, yeah, I, I think, again, he's been hitting the gym. Nice. Looks like he's ready to go. Well, you know why? He's hungry. He, he would like he would like to play in a football team that matters again. Go ask Grady Jarrett what it's like to be irrelevant as a player because your team is not winning. Uh, that guy's but, had a multiple. He's had this many pluses mm-hmm. seasons. Could have been the MVP of that Super Bowl if not for Bucky Brooks uh, is big NFL scout on the NFL Network, and he was really one of the first guys last year to tout C.J. Stroud, saying, "I think this guy is the best quarterback." And now he's doing the same for Michael Penix. Hmm. And Buck, during his show, the Buck Belue show, weekdays uh, ten to eleven, was talking about don't forget about Buck's speed. You know, very very close look at Michael Penix Jr. And maybe just maybe you grab him. Maybe you trade back and you take him if you think he's going to be around a little bit later on. What if he's not? Well, then you then you're screwed. Well, then you have to lie about who you drafted. Yeah, he's the guy we always wanted. He's the one who plays it in a traditional sense. Brooks said about Penix, like the quarterback that you've always wanted. Deals from the pocket, quick release, beats people with your mind and your arm as opposed to your athleticism. He does that and has significant tape that shows that. Now, the injuries are the concern. He said it when he had his last injury, he thought about quitting and he leaned on his family. And, you know, the sad thing is everybody would think that way. It's human nature. How many times can I recover from this? And some are going to say that's going to work against him sure. during some of these He doesn't interviews. love the game. He just doesn't love the game the way that you have to love the game. Look, there was a moment or two when I saw Michael Penix play this year. I was like, damn. Then he has a not-so-good game, and then recency kicks in, and you go, oh, okay. They're all going to be that way. You throw in t- Let me ask you something. What would you rather see, the best tape on a guy or the worst tape on a guy? Um... A little bit of both, and I'll tell you why I want to see bad tape. I want to see his body language. I want to see what he does when he goes to the sidelines. I want to watch the entire deal. What's he like mentally when he's struggling? How does he fight through it? Is he still a leader? Throw the pick. What do you do after that? What are the drives after that? I'd rather see bad tape because I think I'll learn a little bit more about you. Bo Nix is also, like we said, there, and he has played for five schemes in five years, and he says, I'm going to work that to my advantage. I can adjust and adapt to anything. No matter what you throw at me, I'm ready to do it. And I guess one of these uh, draft prognosticators, mm-hmm. Daniel Jeremiah, has Bo Nix going 14 overall to the Saints. Do what you will with that information. I'll do nothing with it because he's not going to be right. That's what I figured. Ask me what I would say. Bo Nix, five. If you were Bo Nix, what would you say? I'm doomed. I can't do anything right. You can't draft me. <laughs>
I've got no experience doing anything. I've got a little bit of this and a little bit of that. JT Daniels is also there at the Senior Bowl. He is looking to make coaching connections. He wants to get into that world now as he has done as a player. Interesting. Wasn't he supposed to be? How highly did people talk about him as a future draft pick? I mean, when he came out of school, out of high school, and played at Southern Cal, he was supposed to be, you know, the guy like Jacob Eason was here. We should have uh, tried to get him on, JT Daniels. Can I give you a homework assignment? Yeah, sure. work on that a little bit? Yeah. Let's see if I can do that. Interesting uh, tale to tell about, you know, really being that first guy. Hot shot guy. Yeah, to transfer and start moving around. Michael Penix, going back to him, offered a prediction for Kalen DeBoer winning a national title at Alabama. He says, yeah, I believe he can do it within three years. Alabama fans don't want to hear that. They want to win now. Three years? What are you, crazy? By the way, Penix has no idea if he can, but the idea that it was insulting to say three years because it's Alabama. You know that, right? Alabama well, fans are going, what are you talking about three years? Yeah, that'll tell you what kind of job it is and why it's different than every other job in America. People want to get pitchforks and say, I knew he was a loser. You insane? Get him out of there. Nick Saban, in the meantime, he's living the life. You see what he was doing? Yeah, I do. I did. I saw who he was playing golf with. He's out there Glad golfing. To be here. At the uh, Mr. October Celebrity Golf Classic in Palm City, Florida, put on by Reggie Jackson, raising money for his children's foundation. He was out there golfing with Travis Scott and Fitty Sen. Yeah. I saw Travis Scott talking about it. Uh, his daughter his daughter put a picture up and said retirement is going too well. Nick Saban, why would he not be enjoying this? The idea that he's actually teeing it up with Travis Scott is so, it's so incredible. What a country. I don't want to steal the other guy's act, but what a country. Do you think this coaching cast could be a reality? Because everybody's talking about it now. Would they be willing to do that? Now you're going to have to pick your spots. You can't do it every game. But, you know, for certain games, you have Saban and Belichick together, like the Mannings, analyzing the game. Who would not watch that? Well, again, it would be a master's class, if not a Ph.D. It would be a Ph.D. if they were really into it. I'd like to see them do a college game, but the college game wouldn't as be as interesting because in the NFL, we really know the participants, and we really know their histories. This guy's been a pro bowler a few times. This team is, I don't know, a little bit down and out. They're an up-and-comer. I'd love to hear that stuff. You give me that five times a year on there, and you could do it wherever you want. One time, it's at Nick's house down in Florida, the new nice place. Sure. You go up to Bill's Nantucket place for a little bit. You do it from a boat. Do it from his boat, the they eight both rings. both like doing boats. Still the eight rings, right? I think so. Change that in a while. No. Hey, listen. Life could be worse. You could be Clark Lee. He's on the hot seat. Stop us if you've heard this one before at Vanderbilt. He lost all eight SEC games last year by an average of 23 points per game. Two and 22 in the SEC over the last three years. They've got three wins, Vanderbilt, in 41 SEC games over two different coaches. This is where coaches go to die. I don't know why anybody, I know it's an SEC job, but is it? I don't know why anybody would take this job. Pass on this job. I just, Stay where you are and wait for the next one. I just saw something on social media. If you can look up, if somebody can look up Vanderbilt's Twitter account, they just congratulated themselves on something. They, we did this, and I'm so proud of what we do around here. And on the same day, you're reading about their ineptitude and how another guy who everybody said, wow, this guy can turn it around. Came from Notre Dame. He's going to know what, what culture is. And I don't have any names on the jerseys or numbers. Again, I, I asked the question then, and I'll ask it now. How do you know who anybody is then? Who's that guy there? I, I don't know. They don't have a number on it, Coach. This is your idea. 
Pull him aside and ask him who he is. Yes, yes. But we've raised enough money for a wing on the children's hospital. I mean, good for them. Yeah, We're doing that. But I'm just saying, football-wise, this is not a job as a coach you should take. If you really think about it, how are they still on the SEC? And I'll give you the answer. It's the GPA school. You know, but if you looked at what they don't do in this conference, they're really not supposed to be in the SEC. No, we know that Texas is now in the SEC, and I'm sure you saw the story where BYU students uh, took off their shirts that spelled horns down during a basketball game because Texas was taken aback. Yeah, try that at Auburn. Tell the Auburn student section to take the shirt off when Texas plays there in the SEC. Let's see what happens. See how that works out. I, I don't want to come close to a down-the-hall moment. I, I don't. And I'm not really big when everybody tells me this is the system of Down the hall is extra. Yeah. 106.3. They'll talk about a lot of stuff. It's the only conservative news talk station featuring Rhino and Tug and Lose in the morning. What about in the afternoon, Nick? You got the camera. Yeah, on my drive home. Davis on okay. your drive home. I don't you're wanna, so inclined. I don't want to go near their, their, their part of the building. That's not for me. I'm not a big, oh, you know, I just love when guys say, this is the sissification of America. Wear a mask. I'm going to let Down you. the hall. I'm going to let you know that this insulting anybody this much seems amazing to me. Steve Kerr, I, I told Justin Bernie, maybe even some, he's our, our infiltrator. He's the, the producer of the morning show, the locker. I might have said it to somebody else around here. I said, do you know Steve Kerr's life situation? Arizona State had to apologize because Arizona State students, when they played Steve Kerr's Arizona basketball team, there were people in the stands wearing ski masks with fake guns. His father was assassinated. By terrorists. Now, that's something that people should pay a price on. Horns down doesn't really seem to me like it should be the thing that we go, we can't have that around here. What about sportsmanship? I don't know who's insulted by this and why. I'm just telling I'm not from the state. Maybe I'll never get it. You're making people... You know what's insulting? Most people taking their shirts off. Most people's bodies are going to be more insulting than a T-shirt that says horns down. I'm just telling you, go to a rabid gym. We know that Auburn is one of those rabid gyms in the SEC. And try telling those students to take those shirts off. Let's just see how that plays out. They shouldn't be doing this, I tell you. This is all all against what we believe. (laughs) I don't know why anybody in Texas would talk that way. The King begins a very interesting run for the Hawks. Tonight, start the clock. Your NBA minute is There's next. There's only one man who's a king. That's Domino Angelini. It's the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Now wake up. 11.50, Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93. 
94.7 FM. Chuck and Chernoff drive you home after us. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. Speaking of Chuck and Chernoff, they're going to celebrate the opening of the golf season, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am Tournament, and they're going to be celebrating at Firemaker Brewery, 975 Chattahoochee Avenue, West Atlanta. It's happening this upcoming Thursday. Golf prizes, including free rounds of golf. 680 The Fan T-shirts, other golf items, 2 to 6 at the Firemaker Brewery. Chuck and Chernoff there this upcoming Thursday. As Adam Gillespie said during his update, you'll hear Chris Domino's conversation with Braves ace Max Freed a little past the top of the hour. The Hawks are back at home taking on the King, LeBron James, as they snap their four-game losing streak on Sunday over the Raptors. So it's going to be quite the run at State Farm Arena. Tonight, LeBron. Friday, Kevin Durant and the Suns are here. Saturday, Steph Curry and the Warriors are here. And then Monday, Kawhi Leonard, who's a two-time NBA champ with the San Antonio Spurs, and the Clippers are going to be here. So fun times if you want to watch some pretty good basketball teams and players Mm -hmm. coming into State Farm Arena. Now, I don't know if you're a Hawks fan, if you're going to get the result that you want, but you're going to see some big names coming in. Uh, Right up to the trade deadline. Perfect. If you need an example of why this needs to be changed, you can't compete with these teams if that continues. My guess is they're not sweeping those games. I don't think they're only losing one of those games. Now, LeBron James took a hand to the face. He, of course, laid down. Dylan Brooks got him last night. Did he? He laid down for an excessive amount of time. Now, again, I don't want to do this because it's too easy. LeBron is now my new Chris Berman. He's going to take a shirt off. He's going to tell me he's going to work harder than you. He's going to watch his son uh, on a TV while he's being interviewed so he can tell his kid to shoot, 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 which is what he did, by the way. I'm not even making that up. He's going to carry books around with him. I'm sorry, I'm throwing gas on the fire. One book that'll be on the second page of, and he'll never be able to tell you anything about What's your favorite line from The Godfather? Oh, there's so many of there's them. So many. Just say you never saw it. Just tell us all what we know the truth is. Turn off the GPS and let Domino take the wheel. It's a drive around the sports world presented by Marietta Toyota. At Marietta Toyota, every new Toyota includes our nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty. Family owned and operated since 1975. Stop in for a test drive or visit MarietaToyota.com. It's better in Marietta. I wasn't going to pile on LeBron, but let me at least finish the sentence. Um, I have seen high school-aged soccer players, young women, get up off a field faster, torn ACL, torn ACL, not lay down on their faces, stomachs, the way that LeBron James did last night, taking a sort of mini slap to his face. So you can tell me that I'm piling on, whatever. If you've never seen what I've seen, or if you've never seen what you've probably seen in some of your kids' games, go look at LeBron where they had to go back, and they gave him a flagrant. Guys, he slapped him on the back of his hand, and he laid on the ground like it was, oh, I don't know, what happened? Somebody go find LeBron's eye. None of that happened. We have a show of honesty, right? Yeah. My kid's kind of like that. So I always question whether or not he's really hurt when he gets banged up. He takes his good old sweet time getting up. Drives me crazy. (laughs) Get up! I'm one of those guys. I have seen young women walk to the sideline with a torn ACL. Less. Less than what LeBron James did last night. Shout out to LeBron, man. Joe does a lot of shout-outs, doesn't he? Sure does. Over 50. He sure does. Uh, Dan Campbell admitted an error on the third and goal. He said we shouldn't have run the ball. We should have thrown. So at least that came out of it. Of all the other stuff everybody's analyzing, analytics people are 
They're all chiming in. He said, yeah, that was that was." Anthony Ferkser, the one-time Falcon, goes out of bounds for no apparent reason. He did. On the play before that. Yeah, he did. down run, too. He did. Not really sure what he was doing there. Yeah, yeah. well, he's not, he's not a very good football player. He got a little confused. I don't think he really understood this whole, if I just keep my balance as an athlete, I'm going to get into the end zone. Wasn't capable. What is it we like to say? It's not his fault. No. He just had sort of big guy momentum carrying him towards the out-of-bounds line. Just couldn't do anything about it. Did you see the Lamar Jackson comparison to Mark Sanchez? Oh, my. Yeah, I'm going to give you some numbers a little bit later on when we talk more NFL. Lamar Jackson, Mark Sanchez? Yeah. Well, not only that, just yeah, Lamar Jackson, good. regular season versus yeah. Lamar Jackson in the postseason. Well, with all due respect to your numbers, I have Lamar Jackson versus Mark Shan- Sanchez in the postseason, and it's not even close. Mark Sanchez is Johnny Unitas compared to Lamar Jackson. We do that all around 1220. Why is it, somebody brought this up. Why is there a taunting penalty in the NFL? I don't know. Because it seems to be very varied. If you get up and do first down. That could be taunting, right? What, right in a guy's face like Travis Kelsey was. I mean. What would you call it? You can define it as taunting. Right. So why, look, you make a nice play. Uh, you're not supposed to do it again like indecency. But the refs blew a whistle and you go, why is there taunting? Why shouldn't you be allowed to do whatever you want? I'm really, I'm not even kidding about this. Within reason. You can't drop What's that kick a reason? A, you can't drop kick a guy. That's felony charges. That's 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 assault. And give him an enziguri kick. I don't mean assault. <laughs> I mean everything short of assault. Why can't you do whatever you want? Spin the ball, spin the ball next to him, spin the ball on top of him. Why can't you do that? I don't know. You can make a case for it, Chris. All right. Here's Talk what, to Rich McKay about it. I think he's still involved with the competition committee. Well, here's what I would say. There's no more taunting penalty. Everything goes. You could find Rich McKay because you say he's going to be persona non grata now. No, he's going to be. He's not going to be sitting in the same seats he's been sitting in. I don't know if you know this. Jeff Daniels must be from Detroit because he's sort of been all over the place with Eminem. Here's the messaging he's got. This is a land where you can't fake it. No quick fixes here. No gimmicks. We are Detroit. We aren't going anywhere. We are knocking at the door again and again. Made for January and February. We will be back. We are the people, the town, and the team who know that pride is built. We'll see. Yeah, that's and Campbell says there's no guarantees. Yeah, that's the Ford Motor Company, by the way. They sponsored that whole thing. It was like another 30 seconds before that. But Jeff Daniels. He had a nice... Uh, sort of set. Yeah, he did. He had a nice uh, Taurus. Yeah, out of that deal. Out of that deal. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> hey, you want to hear Patrick Mahomes Sr.? I don't know if you saw. He was drinking beers before the game. He had a Stokey. I'm not even sure you were allowed to smoke in that building, but he didn't give a rip. Listen to this. Him. He's smoking a special blend. The cigar is known as Lamar Jackson. Oh, he had him my. flown in from Cuba. <laughs> After the victor go the spoils, right? He, he was drinking. He was tailgating pregame with people, too. Mm-hmm. And they did say Baltimore people were very nice to him. But postgame, he broke out a cigar. And again, I don't think you're allowed to smoke in that building. But like I said, who's going to stop him? Nobody. You, me. He was on the roll. Hey, can I just give you something really disturbing? You've got to look at the picture. Do this during the break. All right. There was a a statue of Jackie Robinson. Did you see this? Just his feet are there. They stole a statue. Mm -hmm. They cut him off his feet because they couldn't get the whole thing up. 
What is going on? Like, I don't what know. kind of depraved individual do you have to? I would rather. You, I don't want anybody to get hurt. I'd rather you you rob a Brinks truck. At least there's a fair fight. I can't explain to you why and how and what the rationale was. There's no answer. You hear what Julie Serving said? You know, there was basketball before Michael. He said, I played in this thing called the ABA. You might want to look it up. There was basketball before Michael. I found it really interesting that it seems like Julius, as much as he respects the game, probably just had enough at this point. I want to say it was 86. I watched a Super Bowl Sunday game between the Sixers and the Celtics. And it was just Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer on the floor. Well, hold that on. was when Barkley was young, and he hold went on. off. In that hold game. on. Did you see what uh, the alien, Commissioner Silver, said? He said, you know, the game today is better than the 90s because no, the 90s was all sort of mucked up. Well, I don't know about the 90s. I can, I can only go back to the 80s. The game's not better than it was in the 80s. And I don't care what guys like J.J. Reddick say who want credit. Just for moving the meter. There's a guy that was hated at Duke, and he figured, this is my niche. I want everybody to hate me, so I'm going to keep being that guy. He did say. I can tell you that better athletes are playing today, but better basketball. I I can only go by the era that I watched, and it's better basketball. Physical basketball in the 90s was gross to watch. Listen, the 90s, I, I, to a certain extent, understand what he's saying there. See, uh, Cedric Brown Prime, we didn't talk about this. He's not going to be playing in the senior ball. No. You see that news come down? Yeah. Undisclosed. We haven't really got well, I hope he's, he's okay. When we come back, he's focusing on this year and this year alone. So he says, Max Fried joined Chris Domino at Braves Fest. Going to hear that conversation next here on your home of the Braves. It's Domino and Cellini on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. 